Hey everyone, and welcome to Monsters After Midnight, a dark fantasy podcast. I am your host, Fallen. I'm actually really excited to bring you this episode. It was a ton of fun to record uh, this interview. Um, I've been promising, finally, I was able to get it all edited and together. It was basically just a conversation between me and my friends. We were sitting in a room rehashing some creepy personal ghost stories. It happened sometime during the weekend of May 1st. I actually, the weekend was a big blur of you know, hanging out with my friends, so I'm not sure the exact date, but uh, it's a bit of a longer episode. I tried to shave it down as best I could, but the stories were too good. I didn't want to cut out too many of them, Um, so it ended up running for one of my episodes super long. Uh, A few things before I jump into the interview, which will be the meat of the episode, obviously. Um, I recorded the interview on my phone, and as such, the audio quality is not quite as good as it normally is. Um, I think I was able to equalize or normalize or whatever you do to the audio. Uh, So if you're listening on headphones, nothing should spike to a painful or unpleasant volume. Um, I listened to it on my headphones and I was generally fine. There is some background noise that I wasn't able to get rid of though, just because it overlapped with people talking. Uh, My friends and I, we all vape, so you'll hear some of that going on, um, as well as sounds of like fingernails on glass. We were all passing around a bottle of wine while we had the conversation. Um, So it's just some generally annoying background noise. Um, There are a few moments where you can hear noise in the background because there were three people who weren't involved in the conversation who were hanging out in a separate room in my very, very small apartment. So I couldn't really take that out when it overlapped with one of us talking. Um, Another warning, there might be some Uh, generally unpleasant sounds for some people like knuckles cracking or something like that. Um, I think I got all of that out, but I I do want to sort of give a general warning that my audio editing skills are a work in progress. So if there is any of that, I do apologize in advance. Uh, Yeah, there's also some crude humor and some cursing and some pretty morbid jokes. Uh, Yeah, so without further ado, here is my interview with uh, Mason and Marie. So I'm here with Marie and Mason. And we're here to talk about haunted stuff. So (laughs) haunted house stories, go. Haunted stuff. Uh, So when would you say it started at the apartment? The apartment? um, Maybe the third month we were living there. Probably. Yeah, because I've, I've been living in that apartment for uh, three and a half years by the time she moved in. And nothing had ever happened in the slightest. So is this Marie's fault? I think <laughs> <she> <laughs> not a fucking brother. But, but see, she moved in and it still wasn't happening. And then we got a bunch of new neighbors and some of them were very sketchy. So it could have been them, but... could have been messing with a Ouija board. Who knows? But the first... Like, noticing of it was just the lights would start flickering. And we checked them, make sure that they were all screwed in. Even, I think you bought or got a new bulb at I, some point. Yep, for the I bedroom. got a new bulb for the lamp in the bedroom. And it would still happen. And then while that was happening, his computer that's in a completely different outlet would turn off. But the other stuff that was plugged into the outlet wouldn't turn off. And then if you asked nicely for it to stop, it would stop. Yeah, but, like, the, like something was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, like, so the two, the lights that would flicker in the bedroom were our lamp on my side of the bed and the ceiling, the ceiling light. At one point, she was at work and I was home on my day off and the light started flickering like rapid fire and I looked at it just real slowly and went, 
can you not? And it just stopped. She came home, and the ceiling light started doing it, and I just looked at her. I said, you should say hello and ask them to stop nicely. She was like, hi, can you please not flicker the light? And it stopped. Hey, what's up? Hi, I'm Marie. Could you not, please? (laughs) (laughs) And then his computer would randomly just turn off completely, and then he'd turn it back on. It'd be good for about 10 minutes, and then it would turn off, and the light would start flickering. And it's not just, like, shitty wiring or anything? No. They are on the light, our lights, and the other side of the room. So our lights are on the left side of the room, and a lot of our electronics, like our chargers and stuff, are on the left side. And my computer, router, and mini fridge are all on the right side. And, again, I've lived there for well over four, over four years now, and that's never been a problem. Not once. And then... Suddenly, it starts becoming a problem. I think one time is I made the one time my computer turned off. I made a rude comment. I had said our asshole guests, and my computer went boom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I'm sorry." And then I turned it back on, and then it was good. And then at one point, you were gonna watch Aladdin. You said, "I'm gonna watch Aladdin." The second it turned on, the computer shut off. I was like, "I don't think they want no. you to watch well, Aladdin." Guess we're not watching Aladdin. Fuck me. And then one night. You went to, I think, the gas station. Yep. And Kool-Aid wasn't living with us at this point. It was just Kevin. And Kevin was in his room with the door shut. And his room is right, like, if I'm laying in bed, his room's right behind me. Okay. And I heard, hey, in the hallway. And I just kind of ignored it because I thought maybe Kevin was on his phone in the other room and was just real quiet. And then I just was scrolling through TikTok, minding my own business, and I just hear, Hey, I'm like, babe, you know, expecting that maybe I just didn't hear the front door open, peek out there, Kevin's door shut, his lights off, which means he's asleep and no one's home. So, yeah, that, that was that's, a great time. That's when I would just sit in my bed and like cry. I'm like, I'm like, I need you to come home. <laughs> We're just going to pretend like that didn't happen. We've had the dreaded three knock a couple times. Uh-huh. Um... Usually it's either in the hallway or in our room next to the closet, which is the which is right next to the door into the into the room. And I think the one first time that happened was we were just sitting there and we were talking about we were talking about ghost adventures mm-hmm. and we were making fun of Zach and mm-hmm. ghost adventures and how he always says demons and we were getting real extravagant about it. We're going like, did you hear that? It was a demon. Then. On the wall, and I was like, "Fuck." Mhm. And then it happened a couple times to you while I wasn't home. Didn't yep. It? And it happened once to you when the Amazon package got delivered. Yeah. They uh, so Amazon, as you probably well know, they don't knock or anything. They just drop off the fucking package. Maybe they'll take a picture of it, say it was delivered, and then they fucking leave. Like, but they don't knock. Yeah, they it's it's at just... your door, fucker. Yeah, pretty much. And. One day I heard a knock and I got up and I looked outside and the Amazon guy was getting out of his vehicle. And I was like, okay. So I went to the door to see if maybe it was like one of the neighbors. Maybe I was being too loud. There was nobody in the hallway. There was nobody like, cause the way it's set up the hallway, you can hear all three floors. If you peek your head out into the hallway, if they're in the hallway, you'll hear them. Yep. There was nobody in the hallway until I heard the front door open and the Amazon guy was coming up. And I was like, hmm, just telling me my package arrived. Okay. <laughs> okay, that was nice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we haven't had too much activity as of recent. We did hear a knock at one point, but we are un- 
sure if it was our downstairs neighbor because we were screaming about Azkaban for no reason. Yeah, I like you know, like you do. I yelled, I did my wedding 12 12 years years of it and Azkaban, and then we just heard, I was like, I started screaming at the neighbors, being like, How dare you! But now, you know, given everything, I'm like, I don't know if that actually was the neighbors or not because I'm unsure if it was the floor that made that sound or a wall that made that sound. Yep, um. And then other haunted stuff. Uh, my house, which we had talked about that previously. Yeah, is that the, is this the story that you told me? When yeah. We were on house so, party? Yep. So my house that I lived in in uh, Battle Creek, Michigan. I lived with my mom, her at the time husband, and his two kids. So my two stepbrothers. For people who don't live in Michigan, can you also describe the house? Because you were like, oh, you know, like Michigan. I was oh, like, I yeah, don't know, like Michigan house. So Michigan, depending on the house's age, can have very interesting builds. Um, one of the most famous ones is a Michigan basement, which is basically, I'm 6'4", I don't fit in a Michigan basement. I have to crouch. You and I would probably be fine, and the beams would be, like, right above my head. Okay, so it's, like, five and a half feet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and some houses in Michigan, when they have the slanted roof that come off the sides... Fucking hate slanted roof houses. They build into those for either storage or closet space, and even then, you can't fit in those if you are... I have a story are... about a closet like that, too. Yeah. It makes a fun little crawl space that you can't even crawl into, but you can maybe like, shove a box in there. Yep, like, you would have to actually crawl in there. I could crawl in there, but, like, if you guys were to try to walk in there, you would not fit. You would have to get down. Um, we had just moved into this house. I believe I was around 15 at the time. And we were only there for maybe half a year. And nothing had really come out, like, right away. And then one night, just... One not even a night, really, just like a few days, everything started happening. Uh, our babysitter at the time had just left. I do have a quick question. Yes. At this point in time, were you remodeling the house in any way, shape, or form? No. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, they don't like that. Yeah, they don't like that. <laughs> uh, babysitter <laughs> just left, and I know I just said I was 15. Yes, I had a babysitter. My parents, at the time, my stepdad and my mom, did not trust me, with good reason. And she had just left, and it was stormy, and it was a little windy, and it, a little bit of rain. And I heard a couple knocks at the front door, and I thought it was maybe our babysitter. So I pulled up my phone and texted her, like, hey, Bailey, did you, like, leave your purse here or something? Do I need to come let you in? And she said, no, I have. What's going on? And I said, there's somebody knocking at the front door. She's like, don't answer it. I'm 15, and I don't give a shit. So I go down and look through the frosted glass of the door, and I turn on the front porch light. Nobody's there. Not a soul. God, I hate that. This was way creepier, like, when I didn't have any power. But I still, I hate it. I still yeah, hate sorry. it. <laughs> and the knocking just kept going. And, like, it, it wasn't, like, a constant knock. It was, like, maybe, like, five knocks in, like, real quick succession. And then I sat there and waited to see if they'd go away. Kept knocking. So, finally, I screamed through the door. I said, go away. Nobody, we had, like, just go away. And the knocks didn't stop. I said, get the fuck out. Please go away. I'm going to call the cops. Kept going. And then I said, stop fucking knocking. And the knocking stopped completely. And I remind you, it was on the outside of the door when it was knocking. Then the knocking continued right in front of me in the inside of the door. But this time it was rapid fire constant. And I was like, cool. So I ran upstairs like the little bitch that I was. She, like, slay. 
I think everybody's a little bitch in that situation. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like there's not a single soul who would be like, all right, something was knocking outside the door. I just yelled I just yelled at it. And now it's knocking right here. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, I ran upstairs, and before I got upstairs, I was going to slam the door shut behind me, because that's, that's where me and my stepbrothers were living, were upstairs. As soon as I turn around, the light from the street lamps are coming into the window, which was, there's a window directly in front of the stairs. Not on the stairs, just like off to the side of it. And the light was illuminating the um, the st- the rail and whatever those things are at the end of rails that you put your hand. Yeah, on. the yeah the weird yeah rail end ball. Thing. And there was just a pure black hand on top, and this thing was pure white, so I could see it. But there's a black hand on it, just doing the little like pinky to index finger. Finger roll. Or, thank or point. thank yeah, you, because this roll. is not a visual medium, and nobody would know, know. what you were doing. That's why I'm saying that <laughs> the the finger roll just, and I was like. Cool. Slammed the door shut. My two stepbrothers came out and they're like, what's going on? And I was like, do not go downstairs at all. Go to bed. So we all went to bed. We tried to go to sleep. Uh, We left our, because we had a door conjoining our two rooms open. That way we could talk in case somebody needed to talk because now they're sufficiently freaked out. Um, The wind picked up a little bit. I was like, great. This is just fantastic. This is just what we need. This isn't spooky at all. As we're sitting there, the wind you can the wind usually you can hear it passing through the little slant storage spaces, but then suddenly my closet door, which was right above my bed, I slept against the wall long ways, popped open. It had one of those little latch locks that you could kind of open it and just popped open. I jumped up and I looked back and I could see just two red eyes just staring right back at me. I was like, "Fuck!" I slammed that door shut and moved my bed in front of it told my stepbrothers what just happened. They were like, oh, man, you want us to, you want to come sleep in this room? Like, well, you sleep on the floor. Chris can do the, you can sleep head to toe with Chris or Matt or me. And I was like, no, we're cool. I'm good. And then the door just kept getting, like, pushed. But my bed was stopping it from fully opening. And I was like, this is great. And then it stopped. And I was like, okay, thank fucking Christ. It's done. It happened in their room. Same exact kind of closet door, too. Latch. God, I fucking, I fucking forgot it was about closets. I'll be right back. I'm just getting a lot. Just laughing so much. It's the, it's, it's, after this, it's the end of, of the closet a, talk. I need an emotional, until I start, I need an emotional yeah. support stuff. Um, so their door does it, except for their latch was a little undone. So it popped the whole thing off after, like, when it hit full force. The whole thing popped off, and I could hear it. Because the door was open, and I honestly could look into their room from there. And when it popped open, Chris said he saw eyes, but we all heard a growl. And the eyes weren't, like, animal-level eyes. They were, like... Person-level. Like, person-level crouched-down eyes. And those bitches were pitch black on the inside at night. So we slammed that shut. Um, They moved their dresser, one of their dressers, in front of the door... And the next morning, my parents were gone. It didn't get back until, like, maybe midnight. And so, by that point... No, it wasn't midnight. It was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Because we were watching a scary movie at, like, 11. Perfect. But terrible, <laughs> terrible babysitter. Because it was hysteria, right, when it came out. Oh, okay. We were all impressionable young kids. He, My stepdad comes upstairs. And he's a non, he was a non-believer. He's very much a believer now. He comes upstairs, sees my bed moved. He goes into their room and sees that their dressers moved. We had officially fallen asleep, finally. And he wakes us up by yelling at us, and he didn't believe in it, and he said that we were just making stuff up, and we were just being stupid, and we were doing stupid, stupid shit. 
And that was the end of that night. The rest of it, we more heard just kind of moving around when we were in rooms. Like, if I was down in the living room, I could hear walking upstairs when no one else was home. If I was in the basement grabbing laundry, I could hear them somewhere within the house. To make everything kind of worse, there was a pumpkin left by the old owners. It was like a little decorative pumpkin. I could rip up a little plastic pumpkin. It had this fucking creepy face on it. It wasn't like a purposely creepy. It was like an old decoration. Because, you know, when you get older decorations, it's just, it. it's just creepy. Something that used to be... A decorative thing is now nightmare fuel. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we had found it in there. This all happened within like the same month or within a span of two months. And I, 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 for whatever reason, I'd never gone fully into that closet. And I guess that one night just proved why I shouldn't. But my dumb ass was like, I wonder what's back there. So I take a flashlight and I start crawling back there. And there's just a pumpkin at the very end of it just smiling away oh god and i'm like oh that's creepy i'm not i'm not like freaked out by it i'm like that's creepy so when i get back there i look around there's nothing but that pumpkin and i grab it and i turn it because in case i come back there and i can see it it's not gonna creep me out like it's a pumpkin i get out um the very next day we're playing we're playing something we're playing like a game with matthew he was the younger one something to do with like army guys or halo whatever i don't really know we had guns and I said, you know, I'm going to crawl into there and hide from them because it's like, hey. And when I crawl in there and I look down the hallway, pumpkin's gone. I'm like, where'd the fucking pumpkin go? And I look to my right and it's right there next to the door facing. I'm like, Mm-mm. I hate everything about this fucking house. Eventually, I moved downstairs. And they stayed up there and had two separate rooms. They could deal with that shit. I didn't care anymore. They can stay up there and die. I'm I'm out. <laughs> out. I'm up out this bitch. That is out. The only other real spooky thing, like haunted thing I have is my Aunt Debbie's old house um, was inhabited by my Uncle Jeff's mom who passed away before I met her. Um, but if you went downstairs at a certain time of the day during a certain event, like a family event at her house, you would have a chance of seeing her. And not like seeing her, like cornering your eyes, seeing her. No, she'd be sitting in a chair. And she would say, hello. And you'd be like, hello. I, I met her once when I was a kid. And I said, yeah, old lady downstairs, really nice. She talked to me when I grabbed Dr. Pepper. And my aunt, my aunt Debbie looks at me. And my she's not actually my aunt. I'm going to put that out right now. She's not actually my aunt. But my family just calls anyone who's related to you aunt or uncle. No cousins. Unless mm-hmm. they're younger. My aunt Debbie goes, what she look like? And I explained she had short, curly, white hair. Uh her cheeks have sagged, so she has that kind of like that jowl look to her mouth. Um, just a pale white, real skinny, and blue eyes. And she goes, my Uncle Jeff's like, oh, you met Mom. And I'm like, six. I have no idea what the fuck's going on anymore. <laughs> and that's that's like the end of the spookiness. I mean, I got kicked in the foot at my nanny's house by a steel toe boot. That was literally the only thing that ever happened. Mm-hmm. I was sleeping on the floor, kicked in the foot by a boot, got up on the couch, never happened again. <laughs> Apparently, don't sleep on the floor. You were just in the way. I was in the way. I have technically two from before the apartment. Yes, you do. So, when I was living with one of my exes from high school in his house, um, when you walked in the front door, there was a living room, like Eden kitchen, living room, big open room here. And then a dining room off to the side, and then the kitchen, and right directly in front of you was the stairs to go up. And they were stairs that you go up, there's a platform, and then you go up the other direction, and there was the top of the stairs. 
And so if you were in the living room or the dining room, you would be able to hear anything that happened upstairs, which was good because he had two kids. And one of them was a nonverbal autistic boy. And then his daughter, who if the son would wake up in the middle of the night, she'd start playing with him to try and get him to go back to sleep or she'd cuddle with him, talk to him, stuff like that. It was really cute. So precious until it's like 1 a.m. and you hear children laughing and playing upstairs, which is exactly what happened. They were with us that week. So we were all in the living room. I have witnesses. But we were all in the living room just like talking about the day, talking about work, bitching, everything else like that. And I hear children upstairs playing. So I'm like, oh, must have woken up. I go upstairs. They're both passed out. And I don't know how many people are like around kids enough, but kids get night sweats when they're like passed the fuck out. They just get hot. These kids were not, like, fresh asleep. They were past the fuck out. So I was like, okay. And I went downstairs, and I was like, you all heard that, right? Like, I'm not imagining things. There was laughter. There was playing. There was running. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, kids are asleep. Have been. Have been for probably yes. since we put them up there. So the next day, one of my friends was like, well, I'm going to stage the house. And I was like, you do that. I don't know how to do that. So you do that. Apparently, she didn't either. Great. Perfect. Awesome start. But yeah, we're off to a really bad start yeah. right now. Like, please don't try to do any sort of cleansing ritual unless you know what you're doing because you're liable to just make fuck it, it worse. Up. Yeah. Make it worse. Yeah. So she does her thing and she's going around all the doors and windows like I hear you're supposed to do. And then she went upstairs and we focused heavily on his son's bedroom closet. Of course, it's always... Why is it always closets? Because all mine are closets, too. Well, this was a big walk-in closet. Hey, I, and it had a light switch right on the outside of the door. So it wasn't like it was ever something that you'd have to walk into dark. You could turn on the light before you ever had to go in this bitch. Reason why is because it had a crawl space on one end of the closet. So when you walked in and looked this way, there was a tiny little door with a little latch lock on it that was a huge crawl space. And then when you walked around the door, because the door swung in and looked like as if you were looking back out of the closet, there was a tiny little skinny door. And if you opened it, there was a ladder to go up to the attic. And it was only about like maybe a foot long, but it was about six feet high. And it just gave me the heebies. I don't know why. I just hated it. Hated it. So she focused heavily on the closet. We left and like went to the gas station that was within walking distance of the house because no one was home. It was just me and her. Walked to the gas station to get pop, probably cigarettes because we were, got our shit, walked back, and my dog was at the back door waiting for us when we walked in. And I opened the door and I'm like, oh, hi, baby, like loving on the dog. And then we hear a door slam. I'm like, did someone else come home? So the dog fucking takes off because there's a door slam and she doesn't know who it is. And I'm like, okay, so you check down in the basement, see if anybody shits down there because there was a bedroom down in the basement. I'll go and check and find the dog because she ran to wherever the noise was. She went up and was barking at this kid's closet that had now swung completely shut. That was the door that slammed. And I was like, nope, nope. No, we are sitting in this living room. I'm not fucking around. I'm not going up there anymore. He can fucking tuck the kids in. I'm not fucking doing it. Nope. Mm -mm. No. And ever since then, it was just like that door would swing. Open or close. All the time. 
I hate it. Gage would wake up in the middle of the night and go into her sister, his sister's room because the door would open and then shut. And I was like, you can sleep in there as long as you fucking want, buddy. That's probably a great idea. Past that, like, maybe six months later, I was staying over the, at a friend's house. And she lived out in the country. And if you walked down the road, yeah, <laughs> there was, like, a little trail that went off into the woods and stuff like that. And at the end of the trail was an old abandoned farmhouse. It had been abandoned for, like, 10 plus years something like that it wasn't for sale there was nothing going on with it nobody was fucking touching this house it was the middle of the fucking day like it's not like middle of the night shit this was the middle of the day we went to go and like be kids and look at this abandoned house right turns out the garage door was open unlocked so my friend was like well let's go inside and I was like okay no don't want to do that but I'm a you rebellious go first you go first let's see if you die so she opens the door and then there was like a little mud room and then the actual door into the house she opens the actual door into the house and the second she does there's a huge fucking bang from inside and my thought is not demons it's that is a homeless that man. is a homeless man I'm going to running. get stabbed <laughs> So I yeeted myself out of the garage and was halfway down the path before they even left the property. And I was like, why were you closing it up? It's an abandoned house. No one's going to fucking notice if it doesn't get closed. But then they all wanted to go back there at night. So we did. But I was like, I'm not going to go in. I'll just, like, take spooky pictures from outside the house, you know, see if I can see some shit in the windows. All that and which if there's a homeless guy like let's be real like any sort of like silhouette in the window well it could be that homeless guy it could be that homeless guy or i guess he has a home technically he just didn't pay for it so i mean just squatter guy squatter that's the word thanks (laughs) but i started getting like this really bad feeling in the pit of my stomach so i looked at one of my friends and i was like hey will you walk back with me i just don't want to walk back by myself and i've got this really fucking shitty feeling either a cop's gonna pull up or, like, just something bad's going to happen. Someone's going to break a limb and we're going to have to go to the hospital and explain why we broke a limb in an abandoned house. Like, something bad's going to happen. And she's like, yeah, sure. We start walking down the path and we're using our phones as flashlights, focusing on the ground. Because it's a wooded area. I don't want to fucking trip and die. And then we both are, like, just walking kind of silently but, like, talking to each other. And then we both hear a of a twig snap. And I'm, like, slowly just... Motherfucker, did you step on a twig? I look at her, and we both raise our phones, and I see the silhouette of something very tall, like taller than Mason, who's 6'4", standing there. I figured out what story this is. Yeah, standing there, and, like, yellow eyes, and then, like, I saw a bunch of eyes pop up. So it looked like maybe a herd of dogs around this fucking thing or something. She grabs me and pushes me forward because I'm frozen. Because. Here, take my friend! <laughs> the fighter <laughs> just broke. I was like, nope, we're just gonna stand. She pushes me, like, forward to run, I should say, not towards the oh, thing. She, oh, like, oh, okay. yanked me. And I'm like, okay. I dropped my phone at the time and just sprinted. She's pushing me behind me. I'm like, if you keep pushing me, I'm gonna fall. And then that's not gonna help anybody. I'm going to fall, and then I'm for sure going to die, <laughs> which might have been her plan, because, you know, you don't have to be the fastest person. You just have to be faster than the other per- the, exactly. the other people. 
But, you know, we fucking run through thorn bushes, all this other bullshit to get back to the group of friends that were still at the fucking house. You said you could hear it following you, Yeah, too. you yeah. could hear, like, running behind us. And a bunch of running, but, like, two big, or, like, four big, bigger sounds. And then a bunch of what sounds like So it like was, like, dogs. chasing you on all fours. Yes. Huh. And... Everybody did not, of course, believe what the fuck anybody was saying. But I was like, I dropped my phone and I'm not fucking going back. I'll walk this way. I'm not going back that way. I'll buy a phone. I don't even care. <laughs> and one of our friends was like, I'll go fucking get it. Because, you know, a big, strong dude. And he's like, there was nothing fucking back there. And I'm like, well, not now. I'm here. They don't fucking want you. But, you know, no one believed me. He thinks I saw the rake. I still don't know because I have no idea. I looked long and hard at that thing. and I still have no idea what I saw. Yeah. I still don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it when you described it to me originally, it, it my mind flashed towards what you would consider the rake. I just think I angered a horse spirit. It, it, there is that. As well. <laughs> Do you think it also might have been like um, a Wendigo or shit? What's the other one that hangs out in forests? And I, I think it hangs see... out in forests in Illinois. Uh, skinwalker. No, that wasn't Skinwalker. Don't even mention Skinwalkers. But I didn't see antlers, so I'm saying no to Wendigo because like. From what the Native Americans say, which is what I'm more likely to believe, if we're being honest. They're supposed to have, like, antlers and shit. I didn't see any of that. I just saw huge, tall, black mass, yellow eyes, and was like, this is how I die, because I'm not moving. <laughs> like, see, although, she... you were living in Illinois at this point, right? Indiana. Indiana, sorry, my bad. Close enough, but though, it's, honestly. It's still Midwest, though. Because mm -hmm. I know that around there, there are also reports of, like, dog creatures or... Mm -hmm. Something like um, that. My hometown does have a dog man. They have confirmed there is a dog, a half dog, half man, like weird hybrid creature over by the military base. I'm going to lie to you. One of the reasons I want to move to Ohio was like all of like the cryptid lore and like fine. murders. That's fine. It's beautiful. When we got back, I was like, no, like we really saw something to our friend who we were staying with because the rest of the group obviously left. And she's like, no, I believe you. And I was like, you fucking didn't back at the house. No one did. Kelsey's, like, crying on the floor. She's like, whatever that was, what if it, like, comes back? What What if it now has our scent? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's a fair thing. That's why we're staying inside now. And we're going to go lock the door right now. Well, and one of the reasons why I said it was the rake the first time, just by mere pure description, it sounded like it. But when you take into account it was taller than me, the rake is usually about my size. But it also slouches. And then also multiple. The rake is, is a singular being. There is not multiple. It does not have a pack or anything I like know. That. I'm trying to, like, think of, like, the cryptid stuff that I know. Like, I know so much about cryptids and everything is escaping me right now. So I can't even, like... I would go with Forest Spirit. Yeah. But everybody's like, oh, it was probably, like, coyotes. And I was like, okay, coyotes maybe for the smaller things. Yeah, I was... But coyotes uh, coyotes, coyotes not fucking eight foot tall with, like, a humanoid structure so was it when you first saw it was it standing like up on two feet or was mm -hmm. it it that. was literally waiting i fucking hate it when things crawl at me i'm just oh you literally just said that like an hour ago too yeah. like yeah is that why you hate it so much or have no, you always, I've always hated, hated it? Okay. ever since i saw the grudge and no please don't talk about that like, oh my yeah. god <laughs> the exorcist the extended director's cut version where she fucking crawls down the stairs not the original but ever since I saw that, because also, I watched the original first, and then no one fucking told me there was a second version where that shit's in it. 
I wasn't ready. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've seen this before. It's going to be it, great. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... And she's she's had a couple of times where she's been driving to work. And when she originally worked about... How long is Barry? Like 30 minutes? It's like 20. 20? 20 minutes. You have to drive by a large portion of forest. It's just... It doesn't matter. No matter which way you go to get to Barry, there's forest surrounding Barry um, she has stated that she has seen something that she believed to have been the rake. Well, no. I said I think I fucking saw the rake because when I'm driving, I'm focusing on the road and then anything off to the side, if I see movement, then I look. Right. Or eyes. Things like that. Every now and then when I'm driving, I'll just see a flash of something and then when I like think back on it, I'm like, that looked like a human. Like, it was more humanoid than animal because you know what the fuck a deer looks like yeah, yeah. you having grown up in happens. the you having grown up in the midwest you michigan is midwest yeah yeah so and i grew up in fucking vermont like i we all know what deer look like yeah. everybody knows deer, what a deer, deer, deer looks like or some version of a cousin to a deer or if you don't know animal. what a deer looks like it's a smaller moose like <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah but like there was the one time you told me because you said you saw, like, white. It seemed like something was... Again, there are different, like, weird, like, humanoid, like, creatures that Yeah, there's a ton. Like that. It seemed like the one time when I was telling you about it, something was crouched on the side of the road, like, hunched, and then looked right when I passed. And I was like... Hate that. Hate that. Not gonna... <laughs> talk, no, we're not gonna... Yeah. Like, Thankfully, if it was... Said Rake, she wouldn't be here right now. That thing I was gonna say, I was her. like, and also when I had that sleep talking app, we would have heard some shit. Just yeah, saying. we would have heard it talking <laughs> from what I've heard of the stories from Creepypasta, anyways, <laughs> or just general accounts of it. Thing you can't hear it talking normally, but if you play a recording back of it, you'll hear that thing. Oh my, I don't want to listen to that. Oh my god, I you don't, it's creepy. I have to edit this podcast. What if it's just like actually, bitches. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm here the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so all of my stories are actually fucking involving closets, too. And originally, um, it started at, I lived in, like, uh, I was young, too. I was, like, six or seven. So, I mean, make of that what you will, because I was a child. Uh, I think children experience more things than adults do, because you're just more accepting. Because Whatever you, the fuck it you is. You don't know to be like, that's nothing. You don't know to write that off as, like, a leaking pipe or some shit. You just go, that's what that is. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, but, like, um, due to, I, we lived in, it was, what the fuck do you call those? It was, like, a, one of those, like, split down the middle. It was a really big house, but there's, like, two houses. Townhouse? Is that it wasn't a townhouse. Called? I wouldn't go townhouse. Duplex. That, Duplex. that's the one. That's the word. Thank you. <laughs> and we called it the yellow house because it was yellow. Mm-hmm. And so, originally, I had made my parents switch rooms with me because of another thing that I'm going to actually tell on a different podcast that's not this one. But so because of that, I hated that room and I wouldn't go to sleep in it. So the only other choice was to, because my brother was going to throw a fit. So fuck him. Can't move him. He's got his room. Mm-hmm. My parents had to give up the bigger room and they had to move into that room and I got their room, which was bigger and didn't stop what I was seeing out the window and now had this added closet. Mm-hmm. So inside the closet, it's almost... It was, like, sort of normal size. It was, like, a really... It was a small, like... I'm not going to say four feet. Like, maybe, like, five feet now. Like, 
but it was like really weirdly shaped because it like went the span of the whole room but like it had like mason was saying like it had the, no, the slanting the slant. so like as it went on it got lower and lower and it did it on both sides so like by the time it was like a you had a weird triangle plot. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually it, like, squared out because the room ended. Mm-hmm. I just remember, like, having, like, all these, like, weird, crazy nightmares. Like, the first one I remember is, like, some sort of, it was, I don't want to say it was, like, a Narnia dream because that, like, that brings images of happy and whimsical and that's not what this was. Like, it was, like, a fucking, like, gateway to hell. Like, it was a portal. But I don't, I don't have any specific instances of it. Just that the, I knew that it fucking creeped me out and I hated that house and... It was just one of those things where it gave you... It gave me, like, the heebie-jeebies, and, like, that's where the first time I had sleep paralysis, when I was six or seven, started there. And that's actually where I started having insomnia. Because I told you I've had insomnia since I was 12. I actually yep. think it did start a little earlier than that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you wouldn't call it insomnia if, like, oh, I'm in bed by 10.30. Fuck. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But for a child... But for a is... child, yeah, I can't fall asleep until it's, like, 10.30, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm only getting nine hours of sleep instead of 12. Yeah. Yeah. Small children need more sleep. And, like, that's where, like, my chronic nightmares started and, like, my sleep, like, the sleep paralysis. And it was weird, though, like, because I distinctly remember, like, one time I pulled the covers up over my face because there was something, you know, sleep paralysis, you usually feel something, like, on your chest. I didn't feel it at first. I heard, like, a, like, a growling, like, hissing. Hate that. Yeah. (laughs) Hate Hate thinking of, hate thinking about it. And I was like, that's weird. Like, I wondered if it was, like, our cats. We had cats at that point. But it wasn't. Like, I didn't hear, like, like moving or anything. And then I was like... And then I just had this, like, you have to, like... Because I'm six. I'm, Cover your I'm eyes. six. I gotta fucking get under the covers. Because I am safe under the covers. That is a safe zone. I have a fucking blanket shield. If you shield. can't see me, I can't fucking see you. And... I can't see you, and you can't hurt me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I did that, and I... But I couldn't move. That was the only thing that I could do. So I threw the cover over my head just as, like, I felt something, like, pounce on top of me. Like, I felt, like, so, like, imagine, like, here's my head. Mm-hmm. Like, just right next to me, right next to my head, just on both sides. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, weirdly straddling me. Not straddling, because weird connotations. But, like, on all fours and just, like, real close and, like, just, like, that, like. Hovering. And I could fucking feel it breathing mm-hmm. into my blanket. Mm-mm. And like Mm-mm. eyes are like slammed shut. I'm like I don't want to because if I see it, I don't know why I was like if I see it, it will kill me. I knew that, and I hate that because that's how it's been my whole fucking life. Yeah, I can't see it. So that shit happened. Like that was the only like really bad time. Mm-hmm. And then when I was nine, I think we moved into the house that I grew up in, which used to be a daycare. Nothing creepy happened in the daycare. My parents bought it from the daycare lady. It, it was fine. But it was a 127-year-old building. It had, like, an attached barn already expecting it to be haunted. It, we, it's in Vermont, too. Like, it's haunted. She, she looked out if nothing weird happened to a 120-some-odd-year-old building. That well, no, 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 no. Nothing yeah. happened, like, at... we. It was a daycare directly before we moved in. Okay. Uh, so our rooms were upstairs, mine and my brother's, because there were three rooms upstairs and a bathroom. There was the big middle room that we called the playroom. Mm-hmm. And his room was over on the left. So right when you walk in the front door, there's like mud room, closet, and then other rooms. Mm-hmm. My parents' room was downstairs because they had to have it downstairs. There wasn't enough room for us all to sleep upstairs. Like I said, there was only the three rooms. Mm-hmm. And then directly in front of the front door was the staircase. 
so up the staircase, playroom, over to the left is my brother's room, over to the right is my room. The bathroom is one foot away from my room. Mm-hmm. My room, window, window, over to my, to the right of the, the door where you walk in, that's where the closet was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. It's like a really like nice, like cool, like walk-in closet. Like there's like a shelf thing. Like I could make like a little like reading corner out of it. It's the same thing I thought about this closet. And then I was like, oh, wait, I hate closets. Fuck that. <laughs> wait, never mind. Fuck wait, that. I hate closets. I'm terrified of them. <laughs> never mind. For whatever reason, like I couldn't get a light bulb to stay in my lamp. So I used the light in my closet and I left my closet door open and I just like my parents had my I got uh one of those like day beds where you could turn it into a couch so I had like because in my nine-year-old ingenuity I don't want to walk into the closet whenever I want to go to bed because mm-hmm. it's like dark and creepy and it was just a naked bulb on a string and so I tied like a piece of yarn to it and I tied the other part to my bed and I could pull it oh, right from my really bed smart. nine-year-old ingenuity <laughs> and um, I think I was like 12 or 13. I was somewhere between 13 and 15 when this happened because Buffy was still on, but it was still like early enough in Buffy. This, this <laughs> like is important. No, this line. is important though. It's, okay. it's sort of important. Um, because when I had this dream, I, I was awake. I was in my bedroom. Everything was the same. And I've since studied things like, um, lucid dreaming and things like that. I could have made this dream lucid and I pretty much was. Because I could, I could read the time on my clock. Mm-hmm. I knew it was playing on the radio. And I knew that there was something in my closet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I hate it. Like, no. You're like, hate that? <laughs> and trust me, I did too. Because, listen, 12-year-old lucid dream Sam, way braver than actual real-life 12-year-old Sam. Because I was like, will you just, like, fucking tell me what you want and come out? And so, like... This is why it's important that I brought up the Buffy thing, because Drusilla walked out of my closet. I don't know why. She was the scariest vampire on the whole show. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And she walked out, and I was like, what do you want? Like, whatever you're going to fucking do to me, just, like, just fucking say it already. Speak. <laughs> and she looked at me, didn't leave my closet, which I'm recalling now, hate this, hate it. And she's like, you'll find out. And I'm like, why don't you just tell me now? I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 12. No, I can't. Can't deal with much more than but my homework. But she looks right at me and is like, oh, you're not ready yet. Bitch, when am I going to be? That's haunted me my whole life because when am I going to be ready? Mm-hmm. I was like, what do you really look like? Because at this point, I know Drusilla's an actress. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not. She's a character. But the, I, can't, I cannot remember the actor's name to tell you. But... I know that this is a character on a I show. I know that this is a character on a show. Like, mm-hmm. And that's when she was like, no, you're not ready. Mm. Hate that. Mm-hmm. Hate that. Hate that. And then mm-hmm. from no matter where I've lived, when I was at college, which was also haunted. I don't actually have many haunting stories about that, though. So that. And then every nightmare I've had since then. So oh, all up through that, all up through college, all up through this day. I had a nightmare living in this apartment less than six months ago that took place in that room, in that house. It's been that, it's like, it's other closet. Like, and I, that's why I think like the places that I'm living aren't haunted. I think I'm haunted. Like whatever this is, it's been following me because everywhere I've lived since the, since I was six, I've lived in a room with a walk-in closet. Didn't have a walk-in closet at college. So when I was at school, I really didn't, have them until I went home on the weekends. 
Yeah. So and, school was like a reprieve for you at that point. Yeah. In that subject matter anyways. Everything else might not have been, but at least I'm not, you know, so, dying like, every night. <laughs> and that was the thing. Like, it was all like they, it sort of like manifested in the closet, but like it got me through the whole house, like in the nightmares anyway. Mm-hmm. Like my parents would be like dead. They'd be vampires, like fucking awful. Like. Yeah. The only other thing that I have is apparently at one point I told my mom that I saw like a Amish woman in our kitchen. I was like, I don't remember this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But she was like, yeah, when you were, like, five or something, you came into the kitchen when I was cooking breakfast, and you were like, I woke up in the middle of the night and got a glass of water. Who's that nice lady who was cooking in here? My mom's like, what? Who? (laughs) Was it your sister? No. She was, like, wearing, like, an apron. She had, like, one of those bonnets on and, like, a white lace bonnet and a floral dress. And she didn't. She just kind of smiled at me. So I was just wondering who that lady was. And my mom was like, no idea. Can't tell you. No idea. That was the only thing I ever told her about that house. So I'm assuming that was just a passerby spirit that was like, I'm going to smile at this child for no reason. (laughs) Maybe maybe you were just in her house and she was like cooking breakfast. And she's like, hi. And you're in there getting a glass of water and she's like, Hello, random child. <laughs> Hello there. What was my other thing? Oh, so um, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure you do, Sam. I don't know if Marie is familiar with a tulpa. Yep. Yep, thought, thought beings. Yep. Um, when I was 16 through 18, I had really gotten into um, creepypasta. Like, yeah, I yeah. had none better to do. We lived in this house, which was also haunted, but not spooky haunted. It was just some blonde lady who liked to watch us. Cool. Fine. Um, and I was really into it, and that's what I would think about. That's what I would wake up to. It's what I'd go to bed to. I had a chalkboard wall, a paint wall, that I would draw on with chalk. I'd draw, like, Slenderman and Ben and all this shit, and the thought was constant. At that time, Slenderman was getting super popular, but so was, like, Ben was getting popular again because people were revisiting it, checking for anything hidden. Jeff the Killer. Jeff the Killer. All that stuff was getting ultra popular. And so there was a ton of people thinking about it. Now, tulpas are very interesting beings as it is. Tulpas gain power by thinking about them, but they also, the way think Supernatural actually got it right, where you can change the way something is affected by changing the story. Yep, you can change the story and they change, the whole personality of the tulpa will change Will change what it's weakened by, will change It's basically lucid dreaming, but you're not dreaming. Yep. Um, I don't know what had happened because there can also because like as tulpas are there can be multiple tulpas of the same thing somehow i had gotten one to follow me around i never i saw it a couple times but it only manifested in two different ways main way was of course the good old slendy boy and where i lived at the time there was a forest not far from the house like i literally could look out my front door there there's two houses oh no thank you (laughs) and then i could see just forest and Driving around, we were over by elementary school that was also surrounded by forest. If I went for walks, I had to walk by forest. And I and I like taking walks either early in the morning or late at night. No, thank you. Because one, early in the morning, it's nice and cool, but a little warm. Late at night, it's cool, but a little warm. Too midday, too hot, fuck you. And I so I'd be walking through and I would see just the vague silhouette or in the distance, I would see, you know, the black suit and the white head. And I'd be like, I'm not going that way. And I just keep walking. I started realizing more and more because I started reading more on tulpas and stuff because someone had um, introduced me to a story about them. 
And I was like, this is what's fucking with me right now. The other way it manifests, if I was in the house and I introduced it to you, I know you know about it. Um, I would hear Legend of Zelda noises clearly from around the house. And I'm not talking like, oh, hey, listen, no, no fairy shit. I'd hear the happy mass salesman laugh right no! behind me. No, oh my God, no, get that Ben Drown shit away from no, I know. me. That's what I'm saying. It's like legit, I would be standing there and I was like, so where I lived, I lived in a uh, house with a main floor and upstairs with four different rooms and a basement with a little mini living room, fireplace, bathroom, and my room in the laundry. And I would be, you know, walking up the stairs from the basement, trying to go go get a drink, go get some food. And one time I went and I grabbed the two glass doors and when I opened them, I heard the laugh like right in my ear. And I was like, I stopped. And I took a deep breath and I spun around, nothing. And I was like, fuck this. So I went upstairs and started, you know, getting like, pouring myself some water or so. I don't remember what I was pouring. And then from the basement, I heard a skull kid laugh. And so I finally, I got fed up. I put the glass down and walked up to the, and the stairs to the bed basement were like five stairs it wasn't a far walk so like if something was there if anyone was there they would hear me just by talking Mm -hmm. and i was like hey i don't know what i did to bring you here but you need to go please the response i got was uh navi saying watch out i was like hate that hate this hate every minute of this um and i just kept going on with my life and it kept getting where i started having more dreams Involving Slenderman, which is was kind of playing into how the the character works. He invades your dreams, and that started freaking me out. And of course, me thinking, oh, you know, this is a tulpa that's being brought to me by the thought of creepy pasta things. Thankfully, it never got to a Jeff the Killer level because I I don't would wanna, not be saying anymore. Don't want to deal with that. Yep, I for some reason kept watching all this shit. Eventually, I stopped, and that helped. Everything started falling off i started going to work more because i got a better job and i started doing all this stuff and it started just kind of going away but i will never forget the day when i would when i the days when i would be walking around my house when i was 18 didn't have a job didn't out of school and i would just hear a happy mass salesman laugh somewhere in the house like sometimes right in my ear sometimes upstairs but i could hear it it's that's so fucking creepy because it's the same shit. That's that same Ben Drown shit. Like that's exactly what like the character in Ben. Oh, yeah, it's what yeah the the the, the father is what is what that laugh is done. But yeah, no, that's it's just it's not it's not okay when a Tulpa decides I'm gonna latch onto this fucker with creepy pasta when he's terrified of all of it. Because like when we cause when me and her watched the original Ben Drown because I had her rewatch it with me because I wanted to introduce her to it. You can attest I was sitting there kind of like. Yeah, you hated it. <laughs> I love the story. But you but hated it. But I fucking it. hate it because it gets under my skin no matter what. It's the laughter. It's because the, you remember that. It, it's not even that. Yeah, that. But it's not even It's just, it's, a real, it's really, really well written and done. And it does a good job of getting your skin. But then, now that I have that life experience on me, it's like, I hate every minute of this. But of course, here I am participating in the new stuff about it. Yeah. It's like, I don't give a shit about my mental health. <laughs> See, when I was a kid, I used to be able to lucid dream. I don't dream at all anymore. It's black. I don't dream much. Usually when I dream now, it's just those nightmares. Yeah, I don't dream at all. I don't even remember when I stopped dreaming. I just know I used to have these really fucking vivid nightmares. One of which that was super common and would happen all the fucking time and there was nothing I could do to stop it. And it was before I saw this movie, but I'm going to use this movie as a reference. 
So this movie was not out yet because I was like four. It's The Mummy. Okay. So yeah. The Mummy came out when I was in like, I was old enough to watch The Mummy when it came out. So I used to have a dream that when I would walk out my front door, I was like playing with a bunch of friends. They'd all run out and then they turn around and they go, why aren't you running? And then I would look down at my hands and bugs and centipedes and millipedes oh. would just crawl out from my skin and you could see it moving. Like the scarab beetle thing. Like the yeah. scarab. And it would go all the way through my neck and all up my arms and legs. And that is why I hate bugs now. That is why they cannot touch me or they will die is because I remember that because I could feel it. Yeah. The other one that I would have was super weird and very much a child's dream in one way, but then very adult in another way. I was not allowed to watch horror movies when I was a kid. I'd never seen gory, like Tarantino level gore movies. Yeah, you never seen anything adult. Anything like that because not okay. Yeah. <laughs> the worst I saw at that time was like Pet Cemetery, I think. I used to have a dream that I would like fall out of bed and would somehow like shrink to the small size and walk under my bed and the rats of Nim were sawing my family in half. Don't know why, but they were like on that cartoon table saw, but they would actually get sawn in half. Do you hate the secret of Nim now because of it? No, I actually really love that movie. And I don't know why that happened. She sits there watching. Goes, like, that's the fucking rat right there. That's that motherfucker killed my mom. <laughs> but I actually love those movies. I always have loved those movies. But when I was having these nightmares, I would not fucking watch them because it would just make me think about it. Right. Like I know that's a movie. I'm six, but I know that's a movie, and that that's not what happened last night, and that they did not actually come here and do that. But I can't watch that right now. Right. All right. We are over an hour, so I think I'm going to wrap it up. If we want to do this again, because you guys have really cool stories and I really enjoy this, actually, <laughs> like we can do it over uh, Discord. I can get both sides of a conversation on Discord if I do it on my phone. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. But that was really fun. Thanks, guys. No You're problem. Welcome. And there you have it. As you can tell, we sort of fell into a rhythm after a little while with a bit of a rocky start, but I'm really happy with how the interview turned out as a whole. Mason and Marie were great, and I really want us to do this again, actually. When we started to get into it, we and started to sort of remember where our stories were. Things got way interesting, and there were a couple that I cut out for bonus episodes and later episodes that I'm actually really excited to share with you guys. Um, uh, Mason and Marie both do have TikTok accounts marie at one point mentioned that she was scrolling through tiktok so i do want to uh shout them out um it's related to how i met them they both uh cosplay original characters so marie is on tiktok as best carrot and that's all one word best carrot and mason is crossroads mercer also one word both of their names will be in the description as well i probably won't link directly to their profiles because it sounds like more work than i want to do but just search their names and they should be the ones that come up. Um, as usual, I'll wrap it up with a shout out to my glorious patrons, EA Catania, Ashley Millington, and my newest patron, Corbin Dallas. And thank you so much for your support. And as a thank you, I'm actually working on throwing together a little bonus episode for you in the near future. That uh, is actually one of the stories that I cut out of here. Um, as a reminder, patrons do get access to stories uh, either exclusively or before they're posted to my blog. Bonus episodes and excerpts, both written and audio, of my current ongoing writing projects, among other things. 
Uh, if you did like this episode, ratings and reviews are the quickest and easiest and freest way to show support and get my little baby podcast out there for others to see. Uh, sharing it with your friends who like podcasts, telling them to listen to it, whatever you do to spread the word about something that you like. So I will see you guys next time. I have a new story all planned out, so I'm hoping to get back on track with this. The pandemic sort of killed my creativity for a little while, but I think I'm starting to get this on track so I can hopefully start getting episodes out on a more consistent basis for all of you. So until next time, stay spooky.